so I reiterate here, the bill is dead. The story of this great city is about the years before this night. We are free! Hey everyone, this is Ho Ho Hong Kong with me, Vivek Mahini, and my co-host who is... Muhammad Magdi, without hey. sound check. Yeah, you, without the gaps and the pauses in the name, he just lets it flow like Muhammad yeah. Magdi. Yeah. <laughs> Muhammad. A lot of people still, after that many these many years, they yeah. don't know yeah. how to say. Do you know how to say Muhammad properly? Muhammad. No, it's not. There is no. Oh, there's no. No, it's ha. Muhammad. Oh, Muhammad. Yeah, it's like ah, a very strong. It's edge not. Base. It's ha. Yeah. Ah. Muhammad. Okay. Okay. Now yeah. I'll, I'll just go with my way, which is Muhammad. <laughs> yeah. I think it's very white people way. Muhammad. Yeah. Yeah. Muhammad. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Muhammad. Actually, or, French people just say Muhammad. Like literally, there is no H at all. Yeah. This, this, so I just get Muhammad. French people never say H anyway. Yeah. That's you know? true. Yeah. I yeah. ate hello? you. Hello. Yeah. Hello. <laughs> I ate you. Is like, ah, the yeah, joke. The I joke. Ate oh, you. I ate you so much. It's like, oh, you didn't. I'm still a fool. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> it's <a> dumb joke. <laughs> it's like every French student's first joke. Like, oh, I ate you. Yeah. You know, I, you ate me. You know what? I never heard it before, but it's yeah? very dumb. Yeah, well, it makes that, me laugh. That, that shows you that you actually were in French class and you actually learned something. Yeah. We, learned, we didn't learn anything, but the only thing we learned is like this H is silent. I'm like, ha 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 ha. We can do so much with this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, like, uh, anyway, so first of all, it's, uh, yeah, so speaking of pronunciations, this is the thing about my name. My name is uh, is syllable, syllable. It's yeah. Mabu Bani. Yeah. Yours is nice, smooth, Mohammed. Mohammed, yeah. Yeah, it's so like there's no smoother. real. Yeah, it's yeah, much smoother. It's just like the sound wave. I'd be like, like zigzag, zigzag. <laughs> Yeah. I'd be like pyramids, dude. Yours <laughs> is like hills. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so I told you before, like Babu Bani is like it's like a, it has an Arabic root or like a yeah because obviously like the languages as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah, Hindi yeah. and Arabic have a lot in common. Correct. Yeah, so, yeah. So yeah, yeah. the first time I heard it, I thought it's like a Muslim name. Yeah. yeah. Fair enough. I can imagine. Because Mahbub it means like a darling. It's like a uh, it's a form of Habibi. It's actually the same root. Oh, okay. Okay. So okay. it all comes from Hubbu, which means love. Yeah. So that and then you have all of these like Habibi, Mahbub, yeah, yeah, Mahbuba yeah, yeah. for a female. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all kinds of uh, love, yeah, lovely, I, yeah. lovely stuff. Well, there you go. I mean, so for any first-time listeners, this is the end of the educational segment of the podcast. <laughs> just to let you know, in case you were like, I yeah, thought everyone's like, common. wait, we thought. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, where's the funny? This is just <laughs> learning. I don't want to learn. I'm here to get away from learning. I'm like, yeah. don't worry, we got you covered. All right, dumb stuff. But we, so, all right. So what I found now, summertime, as I've always said before, as comedians. You get gigs, and we're really busy with shows now, which yeah. is fantastic. We have shows like pretty much every week has like a couple of shows happening. Oh yeah, sometimes even back to back. Like I, there's two places we're doing shows and just mm-hmm. running around and everything. Well, awesome. actually, on the Thursday, I guess a few days before this comes out, yeah, tomorrow for us. There is actually an opportunity for com- comedians to do three spots. Like yeah. I, 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 I was kind of late on booking the lineup for this one. Yeah. But there is also Soho House happening, and there is a third show, which I think is an aftermath show. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I was just trying to find whoever comic who can open on the the headliner show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Gary said he can do two. And I'm like, do you want to do another one? Yeah. And he's like, that's physically impossible, which is true. But also the fact that there is three opportunities for any comedian to perform in Hong Kong is amazing. Dude, like I would... In summer, by the way, where... With people Our core cool audience of, of traveling. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, I mean, that's a very good sign, number one. And number two, I would say, like, yeah. You are I, doing two shows. I'm doing two shows, yeah. yeah I'm, like, doing, like, the beginning of your show and yeah. the end of the other show. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, right? I mean, the most awesome thing I've ever had was when we did the Cantonese and the English show back-to-back where we had Fat Angelos and Chimsa Choi doing mm. Cantonese and I would zoom back to Hong Kong side and do 
an English oh, chat. Oh, that's nuts. That's crazy. Mm. That, that was a lot of fun because you've been messaging. I'm like, all right, on my way. Huh, on the MTR. Huh, I'm coming up. You know. And that's what you hear about like the comics in like New York and stuff. Like they're like they book their their yeah, schedule. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nine like seven, 11 seven gigs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah. And they they do it like geographically. Correct. From yeah. this spot, I can walk. From this spot, I take the metro and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's crazy. I mean, it's a lot of fun. I'll give you this. Like the back-to-back shows are in, immensely fun because like like open mics. I would do let's say aftermath English and zoom over to Cantonese mm-hmm. on a Tuesday night and do the, the same set but like maybe in Cantonese and try it out um, I've had those back to back shows those are fun the craziest is when you have like the private bookings mm. that you somehow just manage to squeeze in you're like okay I will do a set here yeah. but I gotta be out there by 8 and I'm gonna do a set over here and Funny enough, on the very same day, we're talking about the three shows. You and I have another private show on the same night. On the day, the, yeah, 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 yeah that's, exactly. That's yeah. tomorrow from, oh, well, Thursday from the time we're yeah. recording. This will be, but basically, because this is coming out next week. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, so that's three days past, ago for happened. you guys. Yeah, yeah there but you like, go. But yeah, we're talking about this coming up. That's yeah. the same day. Yeah, that's crazy. So you and I have <laughs> Yeah, we'll be doing sets set, at set, 4 set. p.m. Yeah. <laughs> so let me explain to you, everybody, that you might be thinking, what do you mean private gig? Yeah. Do you mean like private banking where you have to have high net worth? <laughs> I hope so. Yeah. That'd be great prerequisite. I mean, between the two of us, only one is high net worth and <laughs> it's not me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And relatively speaking. I'm pretty sure people can look up your high net worth or like your net worth now. I don't think so. No, no, no. Because there's no Maybe because like there are websites that just collect whatever public information and yeah. do some sort of prediction. It's not like an accurate thing. Oh, okay, okay, But okay, because okay. you're a public figure. Yeah, they might. Do they you want to do it? Oh, that's right. Let's is there a website? <laughs> we can see what it is. So like, just let you know. Like we just Google Vivak Babani sure. net worth. Oh, yeah, we can try that and see whoever <laughs> is like put me on a Wikipedia page just like this guy's broke. <laughs> he doesn't own this place. He lives in uh, nothing. This guy has nothing. This is all a, f- a facade of, of a show. No, but net yeah. Worth. So, okay, so there is Vivek Mahbubani biography, age, height, wife, net wow, worth. Wow, <laughs> what is this? I've Celebrity never heard age wiki. All right, let's try so, it. I mean, okay. Hey, that is me. That's Uh-oh. actually this you. This is crazy. <laughs> let's keep scrolling down. Vivek Mahbubani was born on 16 October 1982. Wrong. Wrong? Yeah, wrong. 25th <laughs> September 1982. <laughs> all right. That's all right, wait, whatever. same year though. 92, correct. Same okay, year, but wrong month. Yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> um, but, and then the other is like basically information that is not available. Yeah. Uh, and then, okay, so right. age 40. All right, that's that correct, Libra. yeah. All right, I'm Libra, Libra. yes. Yeah, yeah. Birthday 16, we yeah, said that's wrong. wrong. Yeah, We recommend you to check blah, blah, blah. We've yeah. height and measurements. That's None crazy. of these are available. Yeah. Not available. Dating huh? and relationship. He's currently single. Oh, so he's a <laughs> Well, I don't know. The girlfriend might be like, hey, hold on a second. Yeah. What's going on? He's I'm not like, hey. dating anyone. We don't have much information about his past relationship. Yeah. And then, okay, net right. worth. There we his go. His net worth began growing significantly in 22, oh. 23. Damn. So how much is Vek is worth now? Yeah. Vek Mabani income is mostly from being a successful. That's it. Oh, okay. Being, a, <laughs> I mean, fair enough. It is just me being successful. Okay. That's so why I, I get money. We have estimated Mabani's worth Salary income, net worth in 2023, 23. Yeah. one to five US million dollars. US? One to five million US. Does it specify the currency? Because this could be like Singapore dollars or Hong Kong dollars or even yen. Um, I mean, it, it just has like the US dollar oh, sign. Oh, oh yeah, so it's I a normal like, dollar sign. Well, one to five is a very wide range. Yeah, that's crazy. But the fact that if you're under worth even one million dollars, yeah, I I'll think take that it. puts you... It's still in the high net worth people. Um, if you're and saying like, average. let's just say one million US dollars, that's like seven million Hong Kong dollars. Now, technically, I do have this apartment, so yeah. I've, I'm already covered there. Yeah, there you go. That's your yeah, net right worth. over there. Oh, there yeah. you go. Hey, maybe that's what they did. That's, that, that's bare minimum homework. People. <laughs> you found, yeah, but they, they probably got it from the probably from, yeah the land the, search the or whatever. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Oh, okay, well, there you go. I mean, I guess I am higher net worth than a lot of other people. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'll if you it. are, I mean, I, I'm sure for our listeners, some of them are yeah. higher net worth. Ah, people. fair enough. Yeah, that's okay. 
Okay, uh, I mean, at the end of the day, well, look, I am very not. <laughs> oh, actually, okay, here's here's another one that seems to be more accurate. Yeah, all right, um, let's see. So, okay, okay. this is the sa- second one. Famouspeoplebirthday.com. Let's rock it. Um, or famousbirthday.com. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, October 16th, still? Still wrong. Okay. I think someone put it on the Wikipedia and they never changed it or they did later. Is your first... What the hell is that? My first Look name, at that. Is name Vivek Mabon. Darko. Who is Darko Vilk- Vilkovsky? Well, I have no idea, but I bet you anything some Russian person using my name <laughs> with a high <laughs> net worth Yeah. and going like, oh, I will tell the jokes. Uh, but Okay, so it does say here you're a comedian, musician, and award-winning net me- new media designer. All right, that was that's way all before. Of this, yeah, that's yeah. correct, yeah. That's all are true. And then this is your bio from, I guess, your Wikipedia own... Wikipedia. Yeah, 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 yeah. probably my website, yeah. And then ethnicity, religion. Most people want to know what Vivek is. <laughs> what yeah, Vivek what is. I am. Um, Okay, and then it says here your net worth is five million US dollars. Wow, I just upgraded. Yeah, I would love to take this to, like, say, I don't know, the bank and be like, all right, I want to borrow more money because look at me, what I'm worth. They'll be like, I don't trust this. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you're like the w- the website says that. Yeah, the, the website says that. And like, like, I bet you the tax department comes back to me like, pay this. I'm like, what? I I don't have that kind of money. They're like, well, your net worth is five yeah. billion, so it's about time we charge you more. I'm like, god damn it. <laughs> um, uh. He has not. Uh, as of ja- oh no, as of January tw- 12, 2023, yeah. Vivek, my body is not dating anyone. Oh damn! <laughs> let me. Let, do let they me, know something we don't know? Vivek? Yeah. Do, do they know I something? Just met I don't Gloria know. Recently. Yeah. <laughs> like, do they know something? I don't know. It's like, damn. Well, hold on. I, I I felt on the thirteenth onwards, she was a bit you know hostile uh, to yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I was like, something's not right. Maybe she was. Yeah, she wanted it. Like you know how you're like a self fulfilling prophecy. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. She saw it and she's like, she, and she's like something's gonna oh, happen. Oh yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna one up you and exactly. I'll break you on the uh, dump you on the thirteenth. Yeah. yeah. Ah. Oh wow. Okay. Well, it's so, good to know. I mean, like, first of all, don't trust everything you see on the internet. But then, unless they tell you like the date and time of a show, then do yeah. trust that because chances are that's accurate. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. 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 Exactly. If there is a ticketing link, please do trust. Yeah. Them. Exactly. That's usually <laughs> accurate. No one's trying to hoax you into like, oh, there's a show. No, there's no show. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I think I think that's the other thing. I I've got to a point in my life where like, yeah, I can Google my name and like I'm one of the top results because duh, how many event mobiles do you have in the world? Yeah. And yeah, so that's the one privilege of having a non-common name mm. allows me to have a little standout but at the same time that also means I can't hide sitting across the table from someone with literally the most common name in the world yeah, we couldn't be more opposite exactly yeah yeah <laughs> that's why you're like no 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 I'm the other Mohammed yeah They're exactly like, yeah it still doesn't help <laughs> it's still a whole bunch because everybody else a lot else of is, other uh, yeah, another exactly, Mohammed yeah, yeah the, like, do we just point out of the hundred photos we've got we yeah. pointed this one you could be all the other ones <laughs> that's even worse man yeah, yeah you should be like the specific Mohammed well I guess the other Mohammed comes from the fact that there is another other Mohammeds, yeah, yeah, like yeah. so many of them, and they're not like special. Yeah, so yeah, that's yeah. the other Mohammed. Exactly. That's yeah, that, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's good enough. You know, it's all, it's all. Because if you say the... like I'm another Mohammed, that's just like yeah, another, another is like ah, oh, yeah, don't, yeah. Another nobody. Yeah, but the right. other Mohammed is good, is like because it's like a conversation thing. While I'm like, which one, Mohammed? The other one. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I know what you're talking there about. You yeah, yeah, the <laughs> other one, not that one. Yeah. yeah. So going back to corporate. Yeah, that's we, right. So yeah. on Thursday, Mohammed and I have been booked for a private event. Mohammed. I have been booked for a private event at a company's office mm. and in the afternoon going to be performing in the conference room. Now, this could be the same conference room where they've had us in negotiations yeah. with high net worth individuals, yeah. right? Who could have, they could have negotiated a $5 million deal all the way down to $1 million. This is probably what happened to my net worth according to the website. Right. I had $5 million and somehow I negotiated that to a million. I yeah. have no idea. You're like, this deal is worth one Vivek Mabobani. Exactly, yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. So, and, and, and they think like it's Mississippi, one Vivek Mabobani, two Vivek 
going to be stupid like that. Yeah. All right. And then we're going to be doing that show now. Muhammad did message me initially and be like, hey, man, these are photos of the room. Yeah. You know, what do you suggest we do? Because it's like a bare bones conference room with a table in the middle. Yeah. You've got the the conference a mic in the middle. Um, you've got the chairs as well. And it's like, all right, what can we do with this? Right now, uh, for me, like I'm, I, I like all this techie stuff where I'm like, oh, I could turn the lights here, I could do that. Mm. And so I looked at it, I'm like, oh, this is easy. This is a small room with like 20 people max, and yeah. you could all you got to do is spotlight that stuff, and then you can just you don't even need a mic. Well, I need to give you a little bit of background because yeah. I I reached out to you to help me set up the conference room. Yeah. But the conference room was not even available in the beginning. So here, here's what happened when yeah. I started talking to this guy. He's like, we want you guys to come in, do a yeah. show in our office. Yeah. And the office is exactly what you imagine from the show, The Office. Yeah. It's like exactly that office, yeah. cubicles. Yeah. Like there is, and I'm like, okay, where should we perform? And yeah. he goes, I don't know, the water cooler. Ha ha. Ah. So I'm like, okay, so there is no actual dedicated space yeah. for... I'm not expecting you to have a stage. Yeah, of course. So it's, yeah. it's like a tech company. Yeah, but they normally would have some sort of meeting room area where they yeah. gather together, the pantry, or some sort of room that's designated, like, let's all come together here and huddle. Exactly. Yeah. Except that he didn't. He had, like, he sent me a picture of, like, the whiteboard, I guess, yeah. for their sales or whatever. Yeah. And there's, like, some, sp- but it's like, it's an actual space, but it's not a space to hang out. He's like, there, here is, like, some. Yeah, it's a roomish room. that you can do something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. That you can just stand there. And I'm like, Okay, I don't. Th- I didn't say that to him, but in my head, I'm like, I don't really understand. I don't think you know how stand-up works. Yeah. And so I asked him a question. I'm like, what kind of entertainment did you have before? Because he said, we have done it many times. And he said, oh, we had like a wine tasting thing. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, wine tasting does not need everyone to be there at the same time. Yeah. And then the wine guy can stand there and then people can whatever, mingle. So in his head, we, he was expecting a comedian to perf- to maybe stand at like that whiteboard Some or whatever corner and be like, or a corner. Here's and then, a joke. Hey. Exactly. Yeah. And then people are just in their own cubicles or kind of like huddling over yeah, like dude. a football team. They're sticking their head out over the cubicles like, well, what's going on? And I'm like, listen, man, as much as I would like your business, I this is not a situation where it's going to be a bad show. Yeah. This is a situation where it's going to be no show. Yeah, so yeah, as yeah. someone who cares about their brand and their reputation, yeah. I'm going to have to say... You have to find a space. I yeah. actually called him and I said, hey, how about you get the team out to a bar that I will arrange in the afternoon. I will get the bar staff. Yeah. And then um, we can do the show there. Yeah. It was, no, the whole idea is that like we have a work from home policy and I'm trying to get people to love the office more. Ah. So this is why there's entertainment. I'm like, fair enough. So you want to, and then I go, do you have a conference room? Yeah. And it goes, yes. I'm like, why did you fucking yeah, say yeah, that yeah, in the exactly, beginning? Yeah, right there. Yeah. Yeah. So the conference room is again, exactly like if you... Just Google the word conference yeah. room. That's what you'll find. Every image that you see. Every yeah. image that you see. The big window, yeah. the big table in the middle, yeah. the whiteboard or whatever. Yeah. And that's when I know your expertise come in, comes yeah. in because, and I'm like, okay, this is something you, we can't possibly work with. Yeah. And then you said. Yeah. So basically I looked at that. I'm like, oh, this is easy, man. All yeah. you got to do is have the spotlight, turn the lights off of the room. You can use that spotlight. If you have some accent color lights, great, but you don't. So we use one spotlight, maybe have a little small platform that you stand on and you're good. You, if it's a small room, you can even get away with no mic. Mm-hmm. Obviously with the mic just has that commanding power of like it's an actual show. Yeah. But you know, have to plug in. They don't have speakers. Bring your own little speakers and mic is like overkill for a small gig like that. Mm-hmm. First of all, budget is not there. Second of all, it's like the amount of prep work is like, come on, this is not necessary. So yeah, I spoke to you about that. I'm like, yeah, just do this. Da, da, da. Yeah. And so I remember you saying, hey, can I borrow your spotlight? I'm like, yeah, no problem. Just take it. I, I'm not using that. Day. You just 
put it there. Here's a tripod, get it done. Sure. And then, yeah, I think uh, after that, you went about your own way. Mm. And I forget how we started talking. And I was telling you about that. I'm like, oh, why don't you think about this where you can mm. tell them, hey, these are the options you have. Yeah. And me with my business mindset of like upsell everything, right. upsell everything. I was like, hey, why don't you even op- give them an option of, hey, if you want, we can get Vivian Albani and come yeah. perform over there. Of course. Yeah, of course. Yeah, like, hey, throw it in there, yeah. right? And then, yeah, and then somehow it just worked out. It, it did work out because I was still in the process of booking whoever is doing the gig with yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, So I actually had not really offered it to anybody anyway. Yeah. So, so it's I'm easier like, that way rather than like, oh, I'm sorry, the gig's gone. Sure. Yeah, you yeah, don't yeah, want to do that. Yeah. So, I wouldn't have done that. But the point is that like, it is cool that we get to the, the to do these corporate yeah, shows yeah, yeah. and the private shows, which again, like for the people, as you said, are different from like a public show. Oh yeah, yeah. Basically, with corporate shows, number one, you're doing office hours. So mm. first of all, they're not obliged to come to the show. Mm. They might be like, "What's going on? Ah, I don't want. I'm I'm busy. I got this email. I'll I'll, I'll 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 peek in and see what's going on." The other one is where the boss says, "Hey, come on over for an hour. We're gonna have a little gathering together, have some comedy." So they know three to four p.m. It's our time together, mm. and the pressure is on because now the boss has stopped them from basically doing their work. Mm. Come together, and it's like, "All right, you making me not work. If I have to work overtime, I'll kill you." <laughs> right? So yeah. there's a little bit. I mean, there is that pressure. I've done a lot of these like afternoon corporate gigs where it has to be office hours. They're not gonna stay after office hour for this, right. even if it's like a free show. Like, no, I'm gonna go home. Yeah, because everyone, especially in Hong Kong, where people work long hours. Yeah, too. yeah, and fair, man. It's like uh, if they leave at like six or seven, some Sometimes. yeah they're like yeah stay for another hour like, i mean a lot of companies now are doing like a drinking friday situation yeah yeah yeah. so you get a lot of like we start drinking on friday after three or yeah, after yeah, lunch yeah. or whatever so you can do that the happy friday kind of yeah, concept happy friday yeah yeah, yeah, concept. yeah yeah so yeah that works so that's the only one pressure of these kinds of gigs where it's like you got to bring it and of course you got to be smart it's a corporate environment you're not gonna be like, hey these fucking deal you don't <laughs> do that right yeah so you have to be careful of that but i think it's, it'll be fine simply because it's their own people mm. so it's not like they're in a new space like oh where am i the only problem is with the conference room I always say is that there's a there's a mental association. This the room you're entering now has always been associated with like meetings and serious something and everything. Serious or so, like you know, getting the feedback like the uh yeah, appraisal or something. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So when they enter the brain is like, oh okay, let's sit down and listen. Let's mm. you know, it's probably a talk. So you have to break that. So you either change the lighting mm. or if you can have a little bit of music, whatever. Just basically something that is non-typical. So it feels like a different room. Obviously, we had some color lights even better, but ah, you know what, let's not push it too hard. Mm. So yeah, that one, and I remember talking to you about it i was like hey if they have a little bit more budget then we can say give them an option it's either option a which is the standard or option b if you have a bit more budget you can get vivek here and we'll do a set as well yeah and we worked it out. i remember you talking to them mm-hmm. and they're like okay we can work this out why not right yeah so be, and be, it did work out yeah, yeah it did work out so now they have like pretty much like two comics mm. coming they to have, they have 100 of the podcast yeah exactly if yeah. they murder us there there will be no podcast yeah there'll Think be no there'll be no no because Kong. if they kill one of us if yeah. i go by myself and they yeah. kill me you can yeah. still like Carry the podcast. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Still there. Own. Yeah. Yeah, but if yeah, if the both gone, of us, gone. then yeah. That's it. So I mean, that's why we're gonna be traveling there in separate cars, <laughs> <laughs> just for safety sake. For everyone listening here, it's for you people. Yeah. We're gonna shed and one. And we do car. have Patreons who uh, support us with money and expect something back, or at least they support us being nice. Um, patreon.com slash hohopod uh, we have bonus episodes every single week uh, we don't miss a week on on, uh, on Patreon and yeah. it has been running for years as well Yeah, uh, really cool stuff a lot of the times we pretty much zoom in on like one particular topic that we picked up on the free episode and we do a deep dive on it and yeah. it's really cool stuff and it's a very nice way to support the podcast Correct. just literally support our, our just kind of running cost and it's five dollars a month it's yeah basically nothing. it's because of the patreon subscribers that we can actually go to that gig in separate cars without the worry of like what if we're putting all our eggs in the same basket yeah. i mean like we could literally be in the car next to each other and be like yeah just just 
could you uh, let him go ahead first? Yeah. Just in case, you know, some, yeah. could we take the other route? The driver's like, why would you go that route? I'm like, I want to go. I would pay the $15 yeah, exactly. for the tunnel. Like, yeah, exactly. I tell him, like, can we actually go all the way to Kowloon and come back? He's like, why would you do that? Like, trust me. Yeah. We have to detour Safer completely. Yeah, exactly. Let, we're staying on the island, but I just need to zigzag a little bit <laughs> just to just to detour and get away from anybody who's trying to attack us. Um, if you are listening or you have been listening for a while or if you like what you're listening to, please consider supporting the podcast on Patreon. Patreon.com slash Ahopod. Uh, so back, th- yeah. this seems like a, a like a commercial break. Yeah, back to the podcast. Hey, all right. So speaking of which, so now this is the thing I always tell people. A lot of times, uh, when I talk about the corporate gigs, honestly, I've done a lot of them mm. to the point that I am pretty confident as, and I can walk into any room and be like, all right, okay, I know what we need to do with this, or what can we do, what we cannot do, or how should we adjust it. There have been so many settings where they would tell you, oh yeah, we have our own in-house audio and everything and you go there like uh, buddy this is like speakers that are ma- ceiling mounted right you know, these are like wireless mics that are like really like basic level where the quality isn't good it's kind of tinny and stuff like that yeah. and so that's the challenge really where I will always try to go there beforehand and do like a little tech check yeah. to make sure it's all good and I'm like alright this needs to be done that needs to be done and I'll recommend to the client like hey look I'll be honest with you this is, this is the issue and while I'm there I can actually show them an example like for example you go and you you, you start talking and you're talking to the mic you're like hey, everyone, blah, blah, and you have that and you Tell he the client. Offer, when I asked him about sound system, he said, I have a karaoke mic at home. Yeah. I'm like, oh, like God. yeah, I don't yeah. think so, man. Yeah. No. So there's a few options. Again, with a small room like that, you really can get away without the mic. I think so, too. You know, there's that as well. But I mean, I'll, I'll, again, I'm still trying to put the put, put everything together and see if it's possible to take a little thing with the most small Bluetooth speaker just for the just for the feeling. For the of option it. as well. Yeah, for the option. Also, just the idea that there is a handheld mic being going fed yeah. into this. So they're like, oh, this is a show show, mm. you know, so small things like that. But yeah, so corporate gives, I would say the first thing I always tell people is that I need to know what is this you're trying to achieve because when you know for example that oh we just want to have a good time all right no problem then it's very lighthearted. yeah you go there people that chill the other ones it's more like they might have a takeaway message for example nowadays there's a lot of like let's say about mental wellness mm. right people who are working from home they want to come back to the office you know they're getting stressed out with work and everything and the the routine go-to thing is getting these these quote-unquote vendors who mm. supply let's say training and workshops and talks which is perfectly fine you get that doctor to talk about the importance of this and that and everything but usually it's the same standard like think about it this way let's say you're a boss right and you want your staff to be you know happier and you obviously invite an expert who knows all these different tips and techniques they come over and talk about the importance of happiness how many statistically speaking you know if you're happier you work better all that stuff and then they show you so these are the techniques now it's more like a learning like a learning session which is okay but the problem is that when you do one or two or three or five of these workshops, that's why you're like, ah, let's, what, what new technique am I learning now, mm. right? But if you just purely from an entertainment point of view, and what I like to do as well, I, I go and do the, a set. I, I'll do, let's say, 20 minute set. Which is just your, pretty much your regular act. It could be, yeah, just okay. my regular act. And then what I do is then I, I dissect everything and I show them the set behind the scenes. Like, was, you know, was I just optimistic huh. or was I actually trying to find a little twist? And th- they're interested in that. Like, that's kind of the point of like having you dissect your own set, like from because a mental health point of view. Correct. Yeah, because what I'm doing is I'm trying to explain to them that it's never about the situation is good or bad, it's how right. you see it, right? Right, yeah. So like I show mentality them. Mentality perspective. Yeah, all yeah, that. one of those things. And yeah. I, then I show them, I, one day, once they see it, for example, in my whole story about my appendicitis and everything right mm. i've done that where i talk about the whole process and then i do it one version of the comedy version we dissect it and then i redo that and i talk it in a very typical way for example like i'll tell everyone the the appendicitis thing one of my uh, parts is when you are at the 
A&E accident and emergency department, mm. and you're waiting for them to tell you to go to the triage station to see the nurse, right? Now, the moment they call out your name, go to the triage station, that's when you know that you need to impress this nurse because right. this nurse will decide your next five hours' destiny. Sure. If they think you're urgent, you're good. If they think you're not urgent, and you're screwed. And by impress, not mean that they would like you or not. That yeah. means that they might, you, they might, you want them to take you seriously. Yeah, think that you like are an urgent enough. case. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. That they're going to see the doctor soon enough. Right. right? So that whole thing, I say, I do a whole bit. I'm like, oh yeah, I'm trying to trying to call back to all the acting classes I've learned. They were like, you know, become the character. If you want to be sad, think about your sad thoughts. And I'm mm-hmm. like, think about, oh, people bullied me, this and that. I start hitting my my ankle till I sprain it. I'm like, that hurts. This is gonna be great. Yeah. And I do the whole thing, right? So I do that as an example, and then I dissect it. I'm like, first of all, I was in pain at that time, but I did know that no matter what pain I'm in right now. If I have to wait for another five hours, that's going to be worse. Mm. So my brain is like, buddy, I need you to muster up all the energy you have <laughs> so you can put it in right now. This is the moment you got to shine. You got to really make this nurse go like, this guy is st- suffering, right? Mm. And so that thing they could relate to because they're like, yeah, that's what everybody's thinking. Yeah. And so the whole idea is where the nurse has seen everything, right? So the nurse is sitting over there and going like, uh-huh, yeah, what's your thing now? Yeah. You the get nurse like, is like an America's Got Talent judge. Correct, basically. yeah. Basically. Correct, yeah. Just one of it's them. Like, and, and what are you going to be performing yeah, for like, us well, today? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, one of those <laughs> <laughs> and where are you from? You yeah, know, exactly. yeah. What's your story, yeah. right? And you immediately see like the, the nurse sitting there. When you walk in, the nurse is like, ah. God, the nurse is sitting be. with like a buzzer. The yeah, yeah, exactly. And then yeah, you go back to yeah, exactly. Seat. Right? Yeah, every now and then you got like gold flakes falling yeah. from the ceiling because the nurse is so impressed. They're like, yeah, yeah you're dead. You're like you're holding your own like head. On Correct. Your yeah, they're like, wow, this guy's still heart's beating, man. Yeah, this exactly. is good, you know. Like, so like all that, and I'm saying like everyone has gone through the same process. Mm. It's just that we think, yeah, I mean, what about it? It's like, yeah, but the point is that. I'm looking at it. I'm not judging whether it's right or wrong. I'm like, why am I doing this? Why am I suddenly now so worried about this? Because I realize, oh, because if I get a low number, that means I'm not urgent and I'm screwed. And no matter what I do, no one else is going to care. Yeah. I've been given the number. They judge me. That's it. So I'm like, dude, this is now or never. Otherwise, I'm completely screwed. Right. So you're explaining that to the to the audience. Yes, like, yes, yeah. yeah. And then what I then say is that, so think about it. It's not the situation that's hilarious. Nobody's at the triage station. You're like, <laughs> that's yeah. funny, right? But I'm looking at trying to, trying to self reflect and be like so why am i so worried about this because this has the consequence of it will determine my next few hours sure right okay and then let's be very honest with you as much as you say but honestly the best policy i'm like buddy everyone's exaggerating yeah let's be very honest of like, course yeah and that's also a core part of of doing stand-up is like yeah. you take a situation that could be very much mundane when it did happen correct yeah and you exaggerate it for exactly, comedic yeah. effect and there's nothing wrong with that yeah exactly and yeah. so i tell them i said what i'm really doing is i'm looking at it trying to understand from a different angle and not saying well triage station is where you go and tell the nurse your problem and they let you know if you're serious mm. like that i know that's the statement yeah. But you just killed any creative space from that, right? Yeah. So I then explained to them. So the idea is, instead of looking at something and saying, this is a chair, what about it? You say, what, what can I do with this? Why are yeah. we sitting on this? Why is this position comfortable? So you ask a lot of these questions. And that's what I mean. I do the bit, they laugh. Mm. Then I break it down, make them like, huh, good point. And then I show them, actually, these are things you can do. And then they take it with that. Oh, okay. So I guess when I see something, I shouldn't just see it as, you know, this is the chair. Yeah, yeah. Just but take like, everything for like face value. Correct. As, yeah, like yeah, face yeah. value. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Don't just end the sentence like this is a what, you know. So mm. I talk about that. And I think people appreciate that. So corporate events, you have the range from just purely entertainment, which is what we're yeah. doing on Thursday. We also, also sometimes get requests where corporate entertainment becomes a bit more specific. For example, they want you to roast like oh, the, yeah, the boss, some, and, the boss yeah. and everything and sometimes which i guess happens with you more than me because your act is generally cleaner than yeah, mine yeah, 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 yeah. is that you are asked to do like a proper clean set right oh yeah that, that's so, my standard set like i very rarely do like roasting sets because that's just not yeah. my style yeah and secondly i'm like yeah no this guy's signing my check i love him 
Yeah, I, I'm not gonna make fun of this guy. You're well, awesome. sometimes they do. Like even the boss is like, oh yeah, because it's almost like your release valve of sort. Correct. Yeah, yeah. Which yeah. you know represents also like speaks for a lot of comics everywhere. Is that like or even comedy and movies and stuff? Is that it's a sort of a release valve for society if it's too you know yeah uh, too uh, pressured or like pressed. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So in that sense, it's, it's very true because like uh, I've had gigs where they're like, yeah, the the colleagues we haven't come together for a long time, mm-hmm. or there's like you know everyone's kind of stressed out with work and everything, and so there's a bit where I talk about my story mm. and I tell them look the truth is my work is stressful too I'm not comparing who's more stressful but yeah. the idea is that dude we all have our stresses but you gotta find your like and one of my things I tell people like you gotta find your outlet yeah. you know whether it's gaming whether it's sports whether it's whatever but you gotta figure it out because if you don't have an outlet you're screwed right Yeah. so I think there's the thing more and more corporates they want a little takeaway but not so much that it must be like a big message ingrained sure. in your comedy. Yeah, yeah. More like and the big message is always like, you should take a pay cut. That's why yeah, a pay exactly, cut is good yeah. for you. Is money really important, everybody? <laughs> Think yeah. about it. Isn't that... You, you, know. do, you cater your whole jokes about like how being poor is not that bad. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm like, oh, mess- don't worry. Yeah, being yeah. cheap is better. You after, know? Like 20, yeah, after like 20 minutes, you're like, wait a second. Yeah, I see. It's only done one topic. Yeah, subliminal <laughs> message right there. All of a sudden, now I want to I want to get the pay cut. What's going on, yeah. right? So usually I find fewer and fewer of them will be like specifically talk about this because I don't do that like if they say yeah. oh we want you to talk about soccer I'm like no it doesn't work that no, way no but uh, yeah that's also not yeah, really I'm not writing a whole one hour set yeah. just on your topic just to, <laughs> I'm like well, are you, how much are you paying me number one number two it doesn't work that way buddy yeah. it's not going to be as good as you, you think so there's a lot of those but I would say like I said small conference rooms I've done stuff like that I've done honestly the fun thing really with all these years is I've done like so many weird rooms where right. I walk and I'm like oh my god <laughs> what okay here yeah, we go we talked Let's a little bit it. about the hell gigs for public gigs yeah, yeah, but yeah. we didn't t- talk as much on the private ones, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So private ones, I remember specifically there was one this networking event, mm. and first of all, the room was all echoey, so it's like everything I say is like hey, 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 hey <laughs> I have that, and then the mic is like <laughs> yeah. So now it's not only is it like everything is doubled, it's muffled. Mm. So I'm not saying hello, hello, hello. Mm. I'm saying hello, hello, hello. Oh God! Right? Yeah, and yeah. I remember that, and I was like, dude, no matter how slow I say this, even if I go like hello. Yeah, they're not even like they can because it's hello, hello. Yeah, and I imagine a lot of them are not even paying attention to you. Oh, for sure, these are networking events. They're not there for you. They're here to exchange business cards. But you're getting paid, so whatever. You learn, you know. So I've done those gigs where I'm like, oh man, I should have. Oh, next time I'm (laughs) gonna come and check the stuff first. You know, so that's taught me a lot. But again, I love the crazy rooms. Yeah. Where it's like you go and you're like, oh my god. But it, it seems in general that like. People are like corporates or companies are tending more to have comedy than before. Yes. Because before, like the, the the classic kind of company party entertainment was either drinking. Yeah. Or magician, bringing a magician. Maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Easy, yeah. Yeah. Some sort or even like a band of sorts. Usually, yeah. Uh, something like that. Or like a lot of catering. But now people, the companies are, are becoming more aware of like. First of all, the divert like the entertainment options in the city. Yeah, it's like you can't just like fool your employees by bringing some guys some like random. doing magic tricks. Yeah, no, no disrespect to Stewart. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but like, yeah, like I, I think not just because it's it's our line of work, but like doing comedy for for a company event sounds like such a cool thing to do with it your, is it is i mean like yeah. if you're able to handle let's be honest like mohammed you must know like for example some people sets you're like yeah that won't fly even if the company oh, like, definitely oh, yeah, yeah, yeah oh yeah we're like, open to everything like trust me buddy this environment no. is not suitable for this kind of comedy yes you know and as much as you might say no we're all buddies i'm like it's just you don't want to create that because everyone's like oh i shouldn't uh, is that right yeah. yeah if you're at a comedy show it's like oh it's not my fault i'm here to laugh but the company's like ah 
did you really should you have brought that in and that's the challenge i would say like you had a it's a different different beast to mm. play with you know so even for you for example like i'm guessing from a corporate slash private event point of view mm. um would you say like how how, how many how, how many gigs have you done that you can recall uh over the years yeah uh I don't know, fifty maybe. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. So then you've seen like a like a good diversity yeah. of like different ranges of stuff. You know, c- going from the annual dinners to mm. like the private rooms and everything like that. Yeah. So the hardest thing I would say is that you've got the boss who's over enthusiastic, yeah. but the staff who's not. And I've had those where the boss is like, "All right, guys, we're gonna have a great time," and the staff is like, "I don't want to be here." Yeah, but you know? that that also f- from my experience, that usually means like the boss, like there is something already wrong in that relationship. They don't. He doesn't know his team, or she doesn't. He doesn't know, the team. know yeah, his yeah, team, yeah, exactly, or he's yeah. kind of a dick, and he's just trying to overcompensate or something yeah, like that. Something like that, or yeah. it's more like like the boss is like, "Oh, I this is I love this, so I think they're gonna love it as well." Exactly. You have yes. those, yeah. You have those, and I always tell people, I say, "That's why now I very often talk to the staff and everything." Like basically, when we discuss it, I'm like. Well, what is this for? That like, oh, it's really this one to to thank the team for hard work, hard your work. And I'm yeah. like, okay, okay. Can I know about your company? Like, what type of people you have? So, for example, I found that a lot of times they may think, oh, this is too comedy. I'm like, you know, if you have like a team that's more, let's say, local Chinese, having comedy is great. Mm. But like forcing them to sit for like half an hour after long day, they're like, I just I want to eat my dinner and I'm good. You know? Yeah, yeah. And I want to go back to my wife. Yeah, or I want to like go back home or whatever. Yeah. Right. And I tell them, I said, look, I tell you what, instead of doing let's say half an hour of comedy, I would recommend maybe doing 10, 15 minutes and then do like a little interactive quiz or whatever. Mm. Now he's like, what do you mean? I'm like, let's say Kahoot, whatever. And he's like, ah, no, we do that for training. I'm like, trust me. When you do training, it's like, okay, what's the most important rule you have to observe? Mm. A, the. It's like, no, no, no. This is not a quiz trying to check if you learn anything in the session. Mm. This is more like let's turn into a game show. And time and time again, I found is that that interactiveness, because everyone's here, they had a good laugh. Now they've I've won them over, right? Mm. And then we do the game and the competitiveness, because I turn it into like, oh, look at who's at the lead. Oh, yeah. what's going to happen? And that whole thing makes everyone go like, that. this is okay. This is another level, right? Yeah. And the last thing I would say, because when you're playing this game, Every question gives you the the scoreboard, okay? Mm. But the scoreboard has nicknames, which means you don't know who is who. Right. But yeah. they're all in the room, right? Yeah. Now, finally, when the final score comes up, the top three comes up. Then you reveal the... Who is yeah. that champion? Yeah. And that moment, dude, that person who wins and stands up, I was like, wow! Uh, that's awesome. Are you serious? Yeah. And that person like, yeah. And sometimes it's like the nerdy person who doesn't talk right? much or whatever. You would never imagined yeah. it. And like, oh my God, what? The, 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 the channel? Ah! You know, and, and all of a sudden now, it just got everyone in. Right. Because I always say what the simple technique to pull your team together is make them either solve a problem together or just do something together. Mm. Now, sitting and watching a show is great because you're enjoying the show together, but you're passive still. You know, but actively participating in a quiz or whatever, then yeah. they're like, I'm really invested in this. So yeah. these are, you know, like, so when I talk to them, I'm like, look, I know you're thinking I want them to laugh and have a good time, but I'm like, trust mm. me, from my experience, I think they might benefit more from this, 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 like that. Right. Yeah. So I think those are the fun things I've done long enough where I'm like, I can sense that this will not be a crowd to sit for half an hour or one yeah, hour. Yeah. And I think yeah. also companies now are becoming more receptive to like feedback from oh, the yeah. company. Like, as in like, just like I was saying with this current client, yeah. when I go like, we can do it and I'm going to have no questions and no problems, but yeah. it's not going to be a good show. Yeah. And they start to trust the producers and the comedians more now. They're like, oh yeah, they know what they're doing. So yeah, we should yeah. like, 
try to listen to them. I think the fact that we have clearly performed so much that they're yeah. like, yeah, you guys should know what they're talking about. Like, I have to trust them because, yeah, okay, you would know that, yeah, trust me, it sounds yeah. great on paper, but no, nah, it's not going to work. Yeah. You know, yeah, small, small things like that. So I've had, like, a lot of times people are like, oh, we'll make it like a surprise thing. They would have no idea you're a comedian. <laughs> you start talking and they're like, what's going on? I'm like, no. Because yeah. yeah. they'll be like, I, I don't want to laugh because I better not No, laugh. and it's so different because you hear sometimes or even like in movies or whatever, like if some musician shows up and it's a surprise, it's always the same thing. People are talking and it's like that chatter sound. Yeah. Someone will start to playing a thing. And then they stop like slowly, it dies out. And yeah. then they're like, oh my God, someone is playing. This is amazing. Yeah. That does not happen with no, comedy. No, no. And it's not how it works at all. We're not hitting imagine like one punch the same line. thing. Yeah, yeah. Imagine the same thing. It's like a room of chatting people and you're like the surprise. Yeah. Even if you are Jerry Seinfeld, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Still. But like the first like three minutes is going to be brutal. Oh, because yeah, yeah. Every, by the time people realize what is happening, who that person was, whether he's famous or not, and then they're like, now we do want to listen. He's already in the middle of a bit. Yeah. And then I, I like, probably missed that anyway. Exactly. So I'll leave you it, missed yeah. that anyway. And then you're like, maybe finding a chair. And then there's a lot of like chairs yeah, moving. Yeah. Come on, Uber guys. Come, Come on. on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's it's terrible. Not how it works at all. Yeah, yeah. Like, and like when you start off and you're already telling a bunch of people who've never seen or don't know you, you're like, Come on, move your chair. They're like, Who the fuck? Is yeah, you? exactly. Who are you? <laughs> yeah, you don't work for me. I'm like, no. I'm, yeah. I'm a, I'm a district manager. Like, who the hell is this random guy telling me to move a chair? Yeah. I have an assistant. You know. So yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of those. Actually, I found that even like when I was emceeing Garen's wedding, pretty much I know everyone. There's like a hundred people. There's some obviously his family or Cassie's family who I didn't know personally, but they knew who I was, and yeah. I was like emceeing. And even then, it was you like it took to me you. like a few minutes to to get them to like to respect my authority, basically. Yeah, 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 yeah. And they did like pretty much right away after, but it took a few minutes because even though they know I am the MC, yeah, they're like, okay, but why why are you? Why yeah. do we have to listen yeah. to you? I'll let someone and else it's start. it's psychological, yeah. right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. you have to be like, you know, like make fun of people in the beginning or like call people names that I know on their table is something that I did a couple of times. I'm like, yeah. oh, hey, person there. They're like, oh, shit, he knows. Oh, yeah, he's picking, yeah. pointing me out. Exactly. Oh, damn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, it's it's, it's all... It's different when when it comes to not knowing anyone in the room. Oh yeah, obviously. yeah, yeah. And it's, it's more difficult. Yeah, it's more difficult, and also to let them know who you are. Now, I do have the benefit. It's very rare now. I'll go into like a corporate event, and nobody knows who I am. Right. It's very rare now. So usually, ones oh that guy, oh you know, or they'll have like I'm like oh this guy looks familiar. Like, oh yes, 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 something mm. like that. So I get that benefit already. But before, definitely you have to walk I in. I bought and, dosa from him the other day. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Wasn't that the guy? <laughs> you know? So I've had also. So I'll give you an example. Like this one. One gig I had to do where I ha- they opened the they will play a video clip of myself from uh, Instagram right mm. and then so what happens is they play the video and the door suddenly open and I walk in I'm like hey everyone what's oh, up oh that's fun <laughs> so that's that, that's your elevator video yeah yeah the the lift button and then the, that like that's your cue to come in like yeah the lift button finishes they they dim they basically turn off the video and the doors open bam I'm like, whoa hey, everyone. oh that's awesome right and I I get into room. And then I have to basically like walk up to the stage. Now the stage has steps mm. and everyone's looking at me. Now I have to make sure not to lose eye contact with them. So what I do is I walk up the stairs ba- steps backwards. Mm. Right. So I'm still looking at them. Hey, blah, sure, blah, sure. I'm doing that. And I, to me, I was like, yeah, these small things that I've learned that if I'm like, hey, everyone, okay, let's, do, let's start the show. And I run to the stage, you automatically lost their attention because mm. like that two seconds time, they're like, oh, he's turned back to me. Ah, oh, whatever. Right. Yeah. But if I'm holding it on, I'm like, all right, are you guys ready for each other? And I keep looking at them like, yeah, yeah, go, 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 go. So right. these small, small things, the moment I go in the room, I'm like, oh, okay. 
I know what I have to do now. Yeah. You know? But the cool thing is that I remember that gig is that I was on the left side of the audience. They opened the door. On the, I'm on the left side, right? They opened the door. Bam. I'm like, oh, look to your left. It's me yeah. in 3D. Right? Stuff like that. And then they were like, oh, okay. Mm. This is really happening now. So they didn't actually. You were an actual surprise. I was an actual surprise. Wow. They had no idea that I was going to be one of the guests over there. Right. But obviously, they played the video. Did they, yeah, they, did they, because playing that video is seems very random on its own. I don't know. They're like, right? oh, uh, let's see who our next speaker is. And they're like watching the video like, wait, what? <laughs> you know what I mean? And they're like, who? Because the video is so quick too. It's 20 seconds, yeah. bam. And like, like for anybody else, they're like, why did I just see that? Yeah, what exactly. The, what, what was your point It's very here? confusing, yeah. Yeah, and then they're like, oh, and then like, then they I get in, they're like, oh, it's this guy. Okay, hmm, I guess mm-hmm. let's hear what he has to say. So I think that's the thing is that, first of all, the first part is getting there. Getting them impressed and mm. that's the hardest part because again unless you're a huge celebrity they're like oh my god who they get now for me again i have that little benefit again when i walk in like oh isn't that the guy you know mm. so immediately like, oh i, I won half the crowd over mm. but the challenge really is that the higher level the management is the harder it is because remember they're not used to sitting there listening to a stranger right they're, again going back to authority yes because they are they're used to being the one commanding the room. Correct, yeah. And one of the basics of stand-up is that you, as the comedian, has to take command on the, Absolutely, of the room. Absolutely, yeah. And, and it, you're it's a 100% confidence thing. Right, it's a confidence thing. And sometimes, it, yeah, you it rubs the upper management the wrong way. Yeah. I remember doing a couple of gigs when I was booked by that person, but they didn't know yeah. that they now lost the, the, the upper hand. Yeah. Not even in, uh, in like a bad way. Like, I'm not, I wasn't even talking to them. It's just the fact that they are uncomfortable, yeah. that they're not in charge in that moment Correct. it's very fascinating yeah, actually. Yeah. we have done a gig in Soho House a private gig for someone some, some rich guy's wife's birthday yeah. I don't remember if it's birthday or like an anniversary or something but it was her. so it's, it's crazy because she was a fan of us and he booked us for her because she likes us But then she also realized the spotlight is not on her anymore. Yeah. So while she was trying to enjoy the show, she was also trying to make it about herself. Yeah. And she just kept moving from table to table going. It's so cheers crazy. Because, everything. Yeah, because Ooh. she in her head, she's li- having a good time. She's like, cheers, isn't the show amazing? Yeah. Uh, but for us, of course, and for the people she's talking yeah, to. Yeah, don't distract It's me, man. super distracting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And everyone's like, I'm, but then she's also the birthday woman. Yeah, you can't and, be like, and hey, You can't lady. be like, hey, lady, shut the fuck up yeah, and sit yeah, down. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, you have yeah. to be like kind of ignore her but like she's literally as she's drinking as well her vo- tone of voice is getting louder and you would think oh that's a heckler but no she's actually just has no awareness yeah how the comedy works yeah and sometimes she would just sit and catch a, the end of a punchline and yeah. laughs yeah, yeah, yeah like yeah. she's having a good time yeah, yeah, yeah it's so crazy but then at the same time we're like can you not yeah <laughs> i mean you, you're gonna get those like like i said for example Uh, same similar concept yeah. I've done these like basically client relationship events mm. so what it is is that let's say you are in charge of let's say let, let's use a bank okay mm. so you know banks have relationship managers and stuff with their clients right mm. and then they invite their clients hey we want to take bring you out for a dinner and some entertainment just wanted to connect again and so they'll book like a venue right a space and they'll have let's say table so each table will have one relationship manager who's got all his clients in the table and this next one of her clients over there mm. so basically she's in charge of that table to make sure they're all having a good time right. connect with them and you know talk a little bit hey you know we have this new little plan if you want to think about it now they brought them out and you're performing now remember the the rm the relationship manager has now invited these people come to a show and if you bomb 
everyone's gonna be like, oh, you have bad taste. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, right? So they're stressed. I out. can't even trust you with my money anymore. Yeah, exactly. I trusted you with my time and you fucked it up. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Oh my God. I, I left a bad <laughs> taste and everything. So you can definitely sense the, R, the again, the relationship manager RMs. Basically, when the show's going on, they try a little bit hard of showing that they're having a good time. Right. And they're smiling, like, <laughs> you know, that kind of thing. <laughs> right, and, guys? <laughs> yeah, right. Maybe yeah, this guy gets it, you know, yeah. one of those. And, you, and I do appreciate it because they're like, dude, I need this to be a great show. They're helping show. you. Yeah. yeah. And all the laws of persuasion and everything will show that when you have this one person taking the lead, everyone's like, <laughs> yeah, it just it just builds the whole, whole. It's crazy because I'm in the back, obviously producing shows for backstage. I'm in the back of the room most of the time. And it's almost always, especially with people who are sitting like in couples, particularly, they almost always check with each other. Yeah, the yeah, other yeah, person yeah. Is, And it happens automatically. Yeah, yeah. It's so crazy because yeah. like, ah, that's funny, right? It's like, it's yeah. like a non-verbal. Yeah, you need that acknowledgement. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, you want to be like, yeah, right, right, right. Yeah. yeah, yeah it's one of the, and but I, sometimes and also it's like so funny because like, you know, a comic would say something that is, of course, it's very subjective. So sometimes yeah. the one person loves it and the other person like either doesn't get it yeah. or actually hates it. Or just smiles at best, right? Or yeah, just yeah. smiles at best. And then you see the person who's laughing harder, like toning it down. They're yeah. like, oh. It's, it's, a, it's a Will Smith, Jada Smith thing. All oh, right. Yeah, right? yeah, exactly. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, That's like, exactly oh, it. Oh, shit. Yeah, shit. I, I laughed too soon. I laughed too soon. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I totally get it. I totally understand that. So that's what I mean. Like these kinds of gigs, it really like pushes you on the, the spotlight where you're like, dude, if you bomb, this is not a matter of these people not laughing. This is like, dude, you're going to ruin people's livelihoods and stuff as well. Mm. So there's a lot of those pressures. Hence what I mean by the corporate gig game is a very different game, but it's cool because then you learn how to play with that crowd. You know, like you're like, oh, okay, I see what's happening here. For example, that's the crowd where if you play with the relationship manager that is playful, that's good mm. because that shows, hey, I'm a cool person, right? You know, right. work with me. Yeah, it's all fun. I can, I can take a joke. Mm. But then every now and then you also have the relationship manager's kind of like, ha ha, dude, don't, uh, buddy. Like, I need yeah, to be yeah, authority here. Yeah, you're yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah so you be careful with that. So I remember I did like a bank thing and I and they wanted me, I was the MC and they wanted me to basically in the beginning introduce the bank mm. to the, the audience again. Now, these are all clients of the bank. Yeah. And in my head, I'm like, why do you want me to tell you about the bank that you're banking at? You yeah. should know this, right? So I go up there and they gave me a whole paragraph of stuff. I'm like, guys, this is going to be very dead boring. They're like, yeah. I know, but you know, the boss wants to. Uh, I was like, all right, no problem. I'll do whatever magic I can. So I'm up with them. Hey, everyone, just in case you have so much money, you can't keep track where you put it. <laughs> let me tell you why this bank is where you want to put your cash. Right. Let me explain to you. This is official. This is compliance approved. The lawyer said this is what we do. All right. Sure. Now, this bank helps you invest your money. Oh, something you don't want to do yourself because there's a risk involved. So I'm commenting on everything, hopefully making a joke out of it. Mm. Because again, it's like this helps to invest your money with two full returns we have been voted the, 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 the best bank of the in Asia I'm like ah come on man you know yeah this is it's very dull yeah it's very dull yeah. so I, I told them I said look I, I'm gonna try to put a spin on it I will not insult it but I'm gonna have a little play with it right they're sure. like ah you know we'll trust your judgment and everything yeah now I was doing that whole thing and I remember that in the front table had the main CEO of actually this department or whatever, right? Mm. And the CEO in the beginning was like, here's the bank. Like, yes, this is our bank, right? Let me tell you what's so good about the bank. The CEO was like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yes, tell me. Yeah. And then I start going like, so this bank helps you invest your money. Oh, so thankful you don't put it over there. They do something with it. Yeah, right. I like that. The CEO's, and you can see me, he's like, what's going on? <laughs> <laughs> this is not yeah it's, not, who, it's off script yeah, yeah who, who approved this like hey, yeah. this is not what I'm used to I'm used to everyone reading that same script I know mm. the script why is this going off right and, and even when you're, what you're saying is not negative at all no not yeah. negative but you can sense a bit like whoa hold on wait I've never uh, does not compute right and I'm over there and they do that and they've been voted the best of that that means a lot of people are jealous they walk around with your card you know yeah. stick it out of your pocket oh where do you bank hmm. yeah. right you do that and I'm joking a little bit about that eventually you see the CEO kind of like 
okay, this is working. People yeah. are smiling. I can live with this, right? And that there's a click. There's a click of like, wait a second, this is actually working. Much like imagine you're, um, let's say, uh, cruising on a ship, right? And it's like rocky. You're like, I don't know, man. Mm. You guys, like, trust me. Just right. give it a second. We got to get the motor going. And yeah. we're going to be smooth. It's like, I don't know, man. Yeah. Never done Everyone this before. Everyone is skeptical. Yeah. People are like nervous looking at each other. Correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so there's a lot of that. But again, that comes down to your ability to read the room. Yeah. And also the fun part of like you basically believing in yourself. Like that's the one thing I've learned is that when I have to give comments on these introductions, the hardest thing is like in my heart, I'm not trying to offend you. Mm. I'm not trying to like be like, what a piece of shit bank, right? Right. But I'm like kind of joking, like, really, we need to tell people this? Like, mm. shouldn't they all know and assume that's what you do? Right. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not going to like, hey, this comedian over here, he makes people laugh. Like, duh, that's the whole point, right? Yeah. So there's a little bit of that where I'm like just trying to call out the fact that, like, I can't believe we're actually doing this. Well, what is, um, what is the best industry you like to do corporate shows for? Um, For me... It's it ranges. Like I get bored really soon of the same industry. Like for mm. example, with the finance, is usually like they're ready to play hard, mm. and the, I like finance because they want to have a good time. Yes, right. I How? actually agree with that. Yeah, and yeah. they and they need to have a good time. They're telling their staff like, buddy, they're the most they're the most stressed usually, even more Correct. than lawyers. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, like yeah, I've lawyer- done a couple of like law firms because. Yeah. I think on average, also the lawyers get paid more. Yeah, and they're also a bit too proper. They're too proper. Yeah, and or they party, they party a little harder, but like after hours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right. But the yeah. finance guys are uh, like they because they know they're such a such a serious like environment. Yeah, yeah, such that a they're competitive happy to like to be loose. Yeah. yeah. So with finance, the good thing is that when you win them over, you've mm. won them over, man. Yes. They love you. Yeah. The moment they're like, this guy sucks, like, you know what? I don't need this shit. I can afford all this other stuff. Fuck you. I don't yes. care about you. And once you lose them, oh dude, you lose them hard, man. Yeah. Because also remember finance is an ego thing. A lot of them have my ego. So they're like, okay, if if this guy's good, I'll listen to him. But hey, wait a second, you know, you know, you're not that special anyway. Right. But it's when you build that rapport and then they like you, they're like, dude, this is our guy. We like this guy. And yeah. bam. They're like every single time. And they also know that you're giving them something that they can't buy with money. Correct. And that's the ultimate. Where yeah. they're like, we can afford everything, but we can't buy this. Cause like you can buy a comedian to perform, but like sure. I cannot buy that humor. Exactly. That yeah. humor, that sense of like, oh, he's like con- just I'm get connecting yeah, exactly. with the Former, correct, yeah, or yeah. whatever, yes. Um, finance so, definitely is like a lot of fun because again, they they have budgets number one, and number two is also they're, they, they're willing to hear ideas mm. because they're usually the ones that are more uh, ahead of the time. Mm. For example, like being more open minded, you know, diversity and inclusion. Usually, it's the finance that leads the way because they have the money to start off with, yeah. right? So, you have those the big international companies that fund because they have people, all sorts of people, and they're trying to pull them all together. Yes. The hardest ones are usually like the really traditional family companies because that's how it's always been done. Yeah. And the worst ones is the highly bureaucratic ones. The, yeah. the long-standing, like, 100-year-old companies where, like, oh, this is how it's always been. The boss is going to walk in. Hence, like, what I say, the, the hardest gigs is land development. Mm. They have so much bureaucracy of, like, I am so-and-so, of you course. are so-and-so, don't you dare come into my table. Like I said, the, the one guy I remember is that it's, I believe, a management company or something that's really big in Hong Kong. And... It was a buffet for everyone else except for the two head tables. <laughs> they get served food on the table. Sure. They get served better than the buffet food. Yeah. Buffet does not have lobster. Yeah, because they don't mingle with the, like, with the common... Yeah, yeah, the common yeah. staff employees, get lost, yeah. right? We're not going to be lining up. Do you know who I am, right? Yeah. And they get served lobster and scallops. The buffet is just like sausage and spaghetti, stuff mm. like that, right? And everyone's like, whatever, right? And this was the gig. I don't know if I've told you, that the one where the boss came out to perform oh, on, did, yeah, yeah. on the Cahoon. Yeah. And they closed the buffet. 
Yeah. I remember precisely. <laughs> the buffet's closed. I'm like, what's going on? They're like, Bob's going to perform. I'm like, what? Yeah. And everyone had to sit back down. They're all being forced to look at the stage and watch the boss go, tuk, 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 and I'm like, what the hell? Yeah. And that was so funny to me because I was like, dude, if you weren't the boss, oh my God. And also it's again showing like for someone for such a high level manager, manager, he has no self-awareness of how people perceive him. Correct. It's Emperor's New Clothes. Yeah. Your whole life, everyone's like, oh, you're so funny. Oh, I'm funny. It's the the kid that goes to AGT and Mm. says, my mom says I sing really well. Starts singing. I was like, dude, oh my God. (laughs) You have been lied to your whole life. Yeah. Same deal. Again, who's going to tell the boss no? Uh, right. We should give advice before we uh, uh, leave. Yeah. We should give advice if you are uh, hiring comedians for your party, for your gathering, for your Christmas thing, for just general entertainment. What are the things that they should be aware of in terms of setup or what we what they should look look yeah, out look for? I'll tell you this. You can talk about the comedian. I'll talk about the setup. Like first sure. of all, think of it this well, way. more from like I'm talking about more from the company's point of yeah, view. Yeah, what I'm yeah. saying like so you can give suggestions. Okay, I'll, I'll yeah. give you my take as well. Now setup first of all, I would say remember this is a show after all. This mm. is not a side piece that's just happening on the background. Right. This is actually a proper attention show. So always know that you need to get everyone's attention. The best way is you have to designate a space for where the show is. Yes. Right. So. Ideally, this, the performance is a bit higher on a stage so they know this is the person we listen to. Secondly, is that remember, don't make it far too casual where some people are on the high stool, some people are on the chair, some people are just hanging out. I'm like, no, 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 no. Mm. They need to know we're not hanging out. We're watching a show now. Yeah. So if you're able to, for example, I've done Christmas parties where they have people all over the room. What I will do is I'll try my best. Like If it's going to be comedy show, before the comedy show, if I'm the MC or whatever, I'll be like, hey, everyone, you know, g- grab a seat. We're going to have something different later on. So grab a seat, everyone. Mm. And I will make it a point whoever's standing around just hanging out like, in the back like peeking in what's going on I'm like get a seat you're not going to be standing here peeking in because yeah. I do not want you to be able to peek in and peek out peek in and peek out you're sitting down you're invested you're going to watch the show now so that's what I would recommend mm-hmm. every company think about they're here to watch a show not a matter of respect but matter of like mindset of like oh I've got to sit down and pay attention now but yeah. it's going to be worth your time so do that so setting wise yes I would say the most important thing is make sure that it is they know it's a show show yeah. not just uh, something's going on let me check it out you know casually I'm here yeah. investing this moment in my life for this I would also add that I always think that it's not a good idea to do it in the middle of like of the working day. Yeah. Like it always has to be at the end. It's I hard. Think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I've done a couple where they're like, oh yeah, they're doing it at like from three to four and they're actually going to go back to work. Oh. This is like, and I was like, people have checked out already by the time they, they finish the show. Yeah, they're thinking. Because you have already relaxed them. Yeah. Bec- because when, when you do that, when you send them back to work, they're in the second half of the show, the last 15 minutes, they're already dreading going back to work. Yeah, yeah. And they're thinking about like, oh shit, did like what next task I have? Or yeah. I, how, how much left? Yeah. And they, the other thing is like, when they're doing food, usually like with a party, with just like, and then people are standing around, that just kills the show. Oh, yeah, yeah. When people are like standing, yeah, yeah. even if they're quiet, but they're like standing next to the buffet and you yeah. hear like, the oh, clacking and everything. Yeah. It was like, Buffets no. are, are, are torture, man. When yeah. they're lining up, waiting for their turn, like, oh, let me hear what you're saying. Because the yeah. moment it's their turn, like, yeah, I ignore this guy. Let me get my food now. Oh, yeah, of yeah. Of course. For sure, for sure. So I get, like, why you have to close the buffet for the boss's performance and everything. Yeah, but, but they close it for everybody. Yeah, yeah, not exactly. Yeah, yeah, not this boss. boss. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Then you should know designate times and stuff, right? And again, I always say, if it's a buffet, trust me, comedy is not right. 
no. it's not gonna be the right thing to do. But also, and the one more thing is, if you want to look for comedians, I really say do your homework, get mm. a feel for the style. If you can go watch a show, you can. I mean, you can even contact the comedian and say, hey, we're interested in booking you, but we want to get a sample. They may have a show. They might be able to get you in for, to watch the show, and you get yeah, a good judgment. I actually, that's what I would also say to anyone who's listening who's think of uh, hiring comedians. Uh, when you get in touch with us, with me at least for running backstage shows, I would almost always get you. Unless I can tell that you're doing this to get free yeah, tickets, yeah, yeah, in which yeah. case, no. Yeah. But like, if I know that you're serious about your inquiry, I will get you to a, a gig. Yeah. So you can get a feel of the room of like how the comedy is, or like if you're per- interested in a particular comedian, I'm happy to comp you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, get in touch with us. Uh, well, how do people get in touch with you? The easiest is just funny Vivek. You can find me over there and just message me. I'll get back to you ASAP. And yeah, you know, if you have any questions, just pop it in. Yeah. What about you? Uh, the other Muhammad on Instagram, also with the backstage HK on Instagram for the more serious inquiries. Yeah. Um, you can always, yeah, get in touch if you're interested in any of the comedians we have on our roster or, you know, interested in having comedy and you don't know which kind of taste you want to go with. Uh, we do this all the time. So always just call us and get in touch and we'll guide you to the right place. Correct. And uh, yeah, uh, get a comedian for your next party. And um, come to our public shows as well. Uh, what do you have coming? You're going to Edinburgh. I'm going to be in Edinburgh, so I'll be out for most of August. Yeah. And uh, who knows what will happen over there. I've signed up for a whole bunch of spots over there while I'm there. So we'll see. I mean, hopefully they'll understand my accent because I probably won't understand theirs. <laughs> no, so you if you heckle me, I'll be like, yes. Yeah. <laughs> That's all I can answer you. Uh, we have a couple of shows in August now and on backstage on uh August 11th, which is coming up this week, uh, we uh, have the biggest Hong Kong as fuck to date. Hong Kong as fuck is a Garen show, game show that we've done a bunch of versions of. And now we're bringing it to Base Hall where backstage comedy is. And we're just doing a very big kind of like a blown out version of it. We're doing a bunch of games and cool stuff, giving away merchandise and all of that. So do check out Hong Kong as fuck on Friday, um, August 11th. And then we have on the 26th a showcase with uh, basically a bunch of headliners, uh, including Ben Quinlan, Tim Tim uh, Toe, uh, Steve Lee, and someone else I'm forgetting. Mm. Uh, but it will be really fun. Come check out a live show. And uh, yeah, always um, support live comedy. Nice. See ya.